All right, and this is the Crab Tackle Review, and I'm Justin Hollinger. And I'm Kevin Seiler. And this is week 33 of the Cold Movie Challenge, kind of. Yeah, a week late, but yeah, it's a week for all late. intents and purposes, it's week 33. We were technically on time, but things got messed up. Recording didn't go so well, so this is a bit of like a mini episode as just kind of a, a, a spot filler. For yeah. week 33 of the Cult Movie Challenge, this week was crowning, our Crown International Pictures Week, and we watched a movie called The Van, which is I like to just refer to as that 70s movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you're probably not going to find anything more 70s in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I liked how it I, it's a kind of a slice of life sort of movie. Yeah. Which I like that sort of style, and that that's very prominent in... A lot of the movies that I've seen from Crown International Pictures. Um, this one, as you can probably guess by the title, is all about a guy who buys a van and soups it up. Puts wait, it wait, 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 wait. Slow down. Okay. okay he, he buys a van. Yep. All right, go on. Okay. Buys a van. Waterbed. TVs. Uh, CB radio. Uh, the weird... So like you said, that 70s movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weirdest feature put in the van, a breakfast nook with a yeah. built-in toaster. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess this guy really likes toast. <laughs> That's the only logical explanation for why you would go that far. Like, I need a built-in toaster. Yeah. You got a, let's call it plot, where he's trying to get with this girl who's an ice queen, so you're wondering why is he trying to get with this girl? Because she was not she was not like the uh, on on the pedestal hot chick of school, so it's not that. Honestly, I never really did understand like why he was trying so hard. She didn't really seem to like him at all for a very large portion of the movie. Well, well, like it, it's almost like she was the fallback. Uh, yeah, because he, he he started off like he was digging the the blonde chick. And then she's going out with the asshole. Yeah, as they are wont to do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tina, Tina's the one he ends up. That's right. Falling for and kidnapping. That's right. Yeah, he, do, <laughs> he does uh, kidnap her at one point, which eh, was like was like kidnapping, kidnapping. <laughs> like Elizabeth Smart's not going to get flashbacks watching this. <laughs> But there is one scene where he is pretty much trying to rape a woman in the back of his van. Yeah. And yeah, there's there's really no other way to say it. that was rape. Like he, he's like, "Hey, why don't you come on to my van? Come on back to my van." Oh, that didn't sound right at first. <laughs> why don't you come back to my van, and we could split a joint. I, apparently, he meant that as a double entendre. She didn't get it, and. He's trying to make out with her. She's pushing him back. So he's like, oh, I guess that's a signal for I'm going to rip your blouse off. And just kind of chuckles at her as he's holding two shoulder pads that she was stuffing her bra with as she runs from his van screaming with a ripped blouse. Yeah. (laughs) As was the fashion at the time. Right. The the ripped blouse or the running away screaming? Just the combination of all of it. it yeah. like, oh, mirth and merriment with attempted rape. Yeah. Like, boys will be boys. I, I I get that this is a different era, but wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it was a bit much. That's potent, man. Yeah. 
So then I guess we're still supposed to like him after all of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I guess we do. And we stick with them. Uh, there's a, I guess it's a cameo technically by Danny DeVito throughout the movie. He's the boss of the main character at the uh, car wash he works at. And I think they did a really solid job of actually, it's like they clearly, they clearly only had Danny DeVito for a short amount of time. Yeah. And they did the right thing in peppering him out throughout the movie. Yeah. It wasn't just big chunk here and then he's never seen again. Like he does feel like he's a decent enough part in this movie. Yeah. Thinking maybe sixth or seventh biggest uh, character in the movie. Yeah, that sounds about right. If we're talking, if we're talking volume, he's dead last. Because he's a very short, young. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say short, young man. I guess younger at the time. Yeah, young by Danny DeVito standards. Yes, <laughs> not not too reminiscent of his Sonny in Philadelphia character. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, because you got obviously you got the the main guy who I keep wanting to call Cameron because he looks like a guy that Sarah works with named Cameron, but okay. with like shaggy seventies hair, uh, ginger. Uh, that's that's about it. Uh, but, I, thought, yeah. I thought at first you were telling me the character's name is Ginger. No, no, Bobby. Okay, uh, thank you. Bobby the Ginger. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's him and then his love interest, Tina. And then there's his friend, Jack. And Sue? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, Sue was like, wasn't, I'm still relatively confident Sue was the one that was the valedictorian that was given the speech at the beginning of the movie that he was picturing naked she may have been uh which is weird because then that suggests he's going to get together with her like <coughs> it makes no sense why that would be the case because he doesn't he doesn't get together with her and he's not or she's not the uh the hot blonde that he has put on this pedestal so like yeah. she's just like yeah i was picturing her naked and then my friend's gonna fuck her and yeah. that's, that's gonna be it <laughs> It was really. Well, I mean, he's like graduating high school, so probably every girl he looks at, he's imagining naked. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, yeah, valid point. But yeah. for, for the sake of story, for, for the sake of character development, odd. Yeah. But, but then when you look at how much plot there actually is to this movie, uh, it, it becomes kind of a moot point, I think. The, let's yeah, let's look a little bit at the whole oddness. Of, yeah. uh, like, just how this movie's structured, because when he uh, first spends the night with Tina, the whole time she's still a bit icy towards him. Yeah. And they spend the night together in his van, but they don't have sex. It's, it's um, uh, what's the uh, word I'm looking for? Platonic. Mm-hmm. And they spend the night in his van that's uh, on the beach. Yeah. And at one point, she has to use the bathroom, so she frolics off behind a cliff. Yeah. And that's when Sue and Jack are making their way back to them after having spent the night with each other. And he sees them coming, so he closes up all the doors, puts in an 8-track of people just making fuck moans. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was a thing you could yeah. buy in 1977. We all remember when that was top in the charts. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit Rock City was week 13, week 14, fuck moans. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he just puts that on and just starts rocking the van back and forth to give the illusion, oh, they're having sex. I guess they've had sex the entire night. I don't yeah. know what. Mm. Or maybe they just like they just slept <laughs> platonically and then were yeah. like, now nah, let's fuck. Yeah. Got to saw that morning wood. Yep. Oh, very nice. <laughs> um, after all of that, they do finally get the payoff, the revelation that they didn't have sex, and you're thinking, oh, this is gonna is gonna blow up in his face completely because like his friend finds the eight track, so that's when he puts two and two together. It's like, oh, you guys didn't really have sex, and then you see uh, Sue and Tina talking. Sue brings up that uh, Tina wouldn't have a problem with uh, hanging out with Bobby again because they had sex, and then she's like, we didn't have sex. So now she finds out he faked the idea that they had sex. Mm-hmm. All the, it's all forming together. Yeah. And all then, signs point to she's going to be really pissed at him. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. And then they just, all four of them just go to like a gathering of vans. Yeah. And just hang out and start getting closer than before. Like, yeah. I thought, okay, that's odd. And then they're like making, it, it's, it's almost like they, they put those scenes out of order. <laughs> I, it feels like it. Yeah. Because then they start making out on the beach and all he does is just, he gets the, his hand up her shirt enough, like just the bottom of the shirt's hitting the wrist. That's as far yeah. as it went. He's at like belly button level. Yeah. And that's when she says, that's it. You're out of control. I never want to see you again. And yeah. literally steals his van yeah. <laughs> while Sue and Jack are fucking in the back of it. Yeah. And, you know, what he did, eh, honestly, I don't even know if I'd say what he did was a bad thing. Because it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was going for it, she shooed him off, he's going for it again, she keeps shooing him off, and then he keeps pushing it. Yeah, like... It was like, first try, you're a piece of shit, I'm stealing your shit. Yeah, it was almost like a defense mechanism on her end, like, mm-hmm. like, he, like you could tell there's, there's some mutual attraction, you know, developing there. And, and then Omaha. she Yeah, uh... And then she just uh, puts the uh, the brakes on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, now don't get me wrong. He still did, you know, try to rape someone earlier. She don't. She don't know that. She don't know yeah. that. She wasn't there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she is not privy to this information. Uh, still, a very dick move on her part. Not only stealing his van, but like from the looks of it, this is a pretty, pretty good sized distance from. Yeah, where the town is like, because I mean, like it was like in the middle of the day. Yeah, when this happened, Took place, yeah, and he doesn't get back to her place and get his van until it's middle of the night. Yeah, like he was still walking on that middle of nowhere road At when night. it was nighttime. So yeah. like, it could have been like four a.m. when he got back into town. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to think of what else was covered in this movie. He does eventually hook up with the hot blonde and he yeah. doesn't really care about it. And, and then she gets mad uh, that he hooked up with the hot blonde mm-hmm. and he wants to explain himself and blah, blah. So like he ends that that's when he ends up kidnapping her and just driving erratically. He's mm-hmm. being chased by the police. I also want to point out because, uh, Leading up to her finding out that he had sex with the blonde, they are both from their own respective houses simultaneously driving to a pizza place 
at nine yeah. in the morning and they're both just kind of thinking about the other one and they both just kind of get really happy just think about the other one so like they both come to the same conclusion of we're putting it all behind us but nothing was ever said to the, one another and yeah. so they just both pull into their parking spots at the same time at the pizza place and like hey how's it going oh pretty good how about you i was like hey why are we going together okay sounds good like it was like uh, it was like the ending to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but <laughs> neither one of them had their memories erased. Yeah, and I wasn't crying. That um, yeah, <laughs> that that's that's a damn good movie. Yeah, back to this movie, <laughs> which I, I don't want that to be too big of a knock on this movie. I like this movie. Oh, I, I enjoyed this movie uh, more we, more than I thought I was gonna enjoy it. You know, maybe it's actually best that the original recording didn't work because when we did the original recording, this was within a half hour of when we both finished the movie. Uh, here, we're talking about it a week plus a half hour. Yeah. I kind of, you know, looking back on it, I think I like it a little bit more now than I did when I first got done with it. Yeah. It, the uh, the flaws have been kind of uh, washed over. Yeah. And I'm just kind of left with kind of like, kind of like a a fun, carefree, nostalgic feel about the movie. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it. You uh, At the end of the movie, you get like the, what you'd expect of like the, the showdown with the, uh, the asshole. Yeah the, yeah. the bully of the Dugan. movie. Yep. That's right. Uh, I do like the fact that in the movie, uh, there are a few different scenes where there are drag races involving souped up <laughs> vans, which, yeah, I, I just remember looking at this thing like, why would you do this with these type of vehicles? Like, <laughs> you might, it, it's like if you went to a Pinewood Derby at the Boy Scouts, and normally they're doing the Pinewood Derby with these very aerodynamic, like, sort of wedges yeah. that are really low to the ground. And this one kid just took a block of wood, put wheels on, is like, go! <laughs> <laughs> But I really enjoy the movie. I enjoy the vans. That is true. Yeah. Uh, designed by George Barris, forgot to mention. I was actually about ready to ask who was that designed it. Yeah, George Barris, the the man who, he, he did a lot of uh, like Hollywood custom cars. Uh, but yeah, like most notably the 66 Batmobile. And he did like the, uh, the Munster coach. Both of which I've uh, seen in a museum. Hmm. You know, I was actually going to say, I remember when you first told me about this. You led with the Munsters car and then followed that with the 66 Batmobile. And I thought, I think you got that out of order. Yeah. You got in the right order now. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very fun, carefree, nostalgic, slice of life sort of movie. I'm sure it wasn't meant to be nostalgic when it first came out, but my God, is it dated as fuck right now. Yeah. But it was a lot of good fun. And uh, I'm glad that. I'm glad I picked this one for the week. I think it was a very good representation. Of... This wasn't your original pick, was it? Uh, I don't think it was, but I can't remember what was the first pick. Yeah. It could have very easily just been something where I pick something, but then I end up wanting to watch it beforehand, so I, I change it to this. <laughs> it might yeah. it might have been Super Chick. Okay. Uh, which, if that's the case, I'm glad I went with the van instead of Super Chick. Yeah. Although, again, like, yeah, I don't hate Super Chick. 
which yeah. I believe is the alternate title for the upcoming Wonder Woman. <laughs> or maybe thinking of Captain Marvel. Yeah. Okay, so eh, this was not too bad for a nice little spot filler. For yeah. Missed week. So, I guess really just less of the day <laughs> will be the next episode. Yeah. Week 34, American International Pictures Week, where we will be watching the Roger Corman classic, A Bucket of Blood. Mm-hmm. Until then, thank you for listening.